Oincha has been summoned before the heavenly council, and all of paradise was filled with joy and excitement. Boincha the Silent, no small matter, Boincha the Silent. Boincha was met joyfully by cherubs with sparkling eyes, gold filigree wings, and silver slippers on their feet. The swishing of their wings, the tapping of their slippers, and the happy laughter of these rosy-lipped angel children filled the heavens until it reached the throne of the Almighty. And God himself learned that Boinsha was on his way. Our father Abraham placed himself in the gates of heaven with his right hand extended in warm greeting and with a sweet smile on his ancient face. Two angels rolled a gilded armchair into paradise for Boinsha to sit on and they held aloft a golden crown set with precious jewels all for Boinsha. But why all this before the heavenly court has passed its verdict? Asked the holy saints with amazement. All oh, the angels answer, it will be a mere formality. Even the prosecutor won't find a bad word to say against Boinsha the Silent. The hearing won't last five minutes. This is Boinsha the Silent we are talking about. When the cherub surrounded Boinsha in midair and serenaded him, when Abraham shook hands with him like an old friend, when he heard that a seat in paradise was waiting for him and that a crown was ready for his head, when he heard that the hearing would go off without a word said against him, Boinsha still remained silent. He remained silent out of terror, just as he did in the other world. He was petrified. He was sure that it must be a dream or an outright mistake. He was used to both. More than once he had dreamed in the other world that he was gathering gold pieces from the floor, a treasure, only to awaken the very next morning poorer than before. More than once someone had smiled at him in a friendly way, only to turn away after discovering his mistake, spitting to avoid the evil eye. That's my luck, Boinsha had always thought. But now he is afraid to raise his eyes for fear that the dream will disappear and that he will awaken in a pit surrounded by serpents and scorpions. He is afraid to let a sound from his lips, lest he be recognized and cast into purgatory. He is trembling and doesn't hear the compliments of the angels, nor see them dancing about him. He doesn't answer Abraham's warm greeting. And when he is presented to the heavenly court, he forgets to say, good morning. He is beside himself with fear. And his fear increases when he notices that the floor of the court is made of alabaster and precious jewels. My feet are on this floor, he thought terrified. Who knows what millionaire, which rabbi, which saint they are expecting. And when he arrives, that will be the end of me. In his terror, he does not hear the presiding judge call out explicitly, The hearing of Boinsha the Silent! The entire hall is spinning around Boinsha's head. There is a roaring in his ears. But even more clearly, he can discern the sweet voice of the defending angel, melodious as a violin. His name, Boinsha the Silent, 
It fits him as an elegant garment adorns a slender form. What is he talking about? Boinger asked himself. He never raised his voice in complaint either against God or against man. Never did a spark of hatred light his eyes. Never did he come forward with claims against the justice of the universe. Job complained, but he was more unfortunate than Job. On his eighth day, he was circumcised. The ignorant moil failed to stop the flow of blood. He remained silent. Even when he lost his mother at the age of 13 and acquired a stepmother who was a vicious snake, there was never a word of complaint. Do they really mean me after all, thought Buncha. She grudged him every bite of food she gave him, moldy bread and gristle, while she drank coffee.